0: Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited! It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you, uh, Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast, and we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is oh, that movie? My God! Uh,
1: <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen. <laughs> yes. Finds a fat so falls off his roof.
0: Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's
2: Christmas time again.
0: Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in. As always, this week, we are joined by our friend Justin J. Case in the studio. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm great. (laughs) You're usually the disaster expert, and today's disaster is America.
2: (laughs) Well, it is. I think that, uh, you know, everyone is a disaster. And I have to say that this movie reminds me so much of Mars Attacks. It kind of is a disaster movie. So,
0: we are talking about American Dreams from 2006, directed by Paul Weitz, Mister American Pie himself, and a, a, another bunch of assorted movies you don't want to watch. What was that Topher Grace movie he directed, also with Dennis Quaid, by the way, in the company of good guys? Oh, yeah, in, in good company. In oh. good company. That's what one of the couple, ma- couple of good guys. That's one of the one of the many movies where. Uh, emotional growth uh equates running on a beach like at the end of the movie if you're running on a beach you've
2: grown and it's like yeah. oh wow you really made it That's and if you're happens. if you're female you get a three-legged dog <laughs> yeah you could double up on that yeah. is that
0: the savages that happens in yep.
2: yeah okay and it's good. gotta be it's gotta be by the water uh-huh. and, and a cityscape has to be in the back yeah line. because
0: you're you're moving now your legs are, are leaving your problems right behind you is, mm-hmm. is what's going on there So this movie is Paul White's trying to say something about American culture and politics, is the idea. It's a capital T with trying. Yeah,
2: keyword trying. It's desperate (laughs) to say something, to find something.
0: This is the movie that it's Hugh Grant as like a Simon Cowell-esque figure. The whole thing's based around a fake American idol called American Dreams with a Z. Because that's uh, what we're doing. It's
1: sad tire comedy.
0: (laughs) That's a joke my uncle would tell.
1: Well, I guess, sit, I, wait, 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 you're, I'm glad you're sitting down, because I am your uncle.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. What a revelation. <laughs> uncle sis. You know, we, I think we, we, we gave With up. a Z. <laughs> <laughs> With double Z. Uh, so we also have Dennis Quaid doing, I guess, George W. Bush. Uh, yeah, which is weird. Weird. You're right. He's got the same haircut he did when he played Clinton in that other terrible movie where he's Wait, a president. What? Dennis Quaid always has the same haircut, right? It's like <clears throat> perpetual. I guess that's true. Is it? Yeah, it is the same haircut. It's, You're right. I think he's worse as Clinton because he's sp- supposed to be Clinton specifically. Yeah, this is kind of like how John Travolta had like some leeway when he was not playing Clinton mm-hmm. in uh, what was that
2: movie with the Kathy Bates? Colors.
0: Yes, Primary Colors is sort of of what's going on here because he's doing like a slight George W. accent and like vocabulary. You know what I I didn't appreciate about Primary Colors is they put uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton in as James Carville but didn't have the balls to do the accent. And you think, if anything, Billy Bob Thornton could probably pull that off. Yeah. He's a southern guy. Is it not from the not from the same part of the South, but you know, he he's heard a, he, it before, and he's an actor. <laughs> so, also that. Uh, who else is in this movie? Mandy Moore and Chris Klein. Remember them? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a remember. It's it's like a snapshot of people that could be in movies in 2006. Some pop up video interview. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you're gonna get Chris Klein on like a directed like Vimeo movie nowadays. I feel like Chris Klein's like arm wrestling people in a bar or something, right? Right like, this, this second. Right this second for money. Yeah, that could be.
1: I <laughs> I did not see that. What was it? That Legend of Chung Lee Street Fighter movie? Wasn't oh he right. That? Yes. Oh, he who's was. he playing in that? I think he's like playing like
2: Chun Li, hot- right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we really do have a problem with casting Asians in Hollywood. <laughs> And, and all of a sudden, of a sudden now we notice <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's someone. I think he's like a like a cop or something. Oh yeah, oh
0: it's a fake character. He might be playing Charlie. So. There's like a Charlie that's in some of those games. Chan? No, no, his no name is, and not Chris Klein as Charlie Chan either. It was like Street Fighter Alpha It was where they were like, I don't know, everybody's got friends, and like, hi, I'm Guile's buddy Charlie, and it's like, I don't know what Charlie. Get out of here, Charlie. What's your super move,
2: Charlie?
0: <laughs> My super move is like, I don't know, I I, I show up on time all the time.
2: <laughs> you know,
0: I'm a really. D- he calls me when his mom's upset. You know, we, we, we like to keep Charlie around. Sometimes
1: he picks up the check. <laughs> When we go have our street fighter dinners.
0: No, <laughs> oh, that's a down-down backpack A, I think is picking up the check. <laughs> uh, so then, like, here's where we're doing, like, the real satire of this movie. Cut to a terrorist training camp where we're directing, like, a terrorist recruitment video. Mm-hmm. And I'm laughing.
2: Uh, the, this movie, uh, uh, the first fuck you to this movie is, I'm watching it, with <clears> these <throat> terrorists, and at first I'm like, oh, well, like, it was a different time, but fuck you movie for me having me thinking like terrorism isn't funny or not or le- more or less funny. It's not more or less ripe for comedy. No, it's <laughs> always unfunny. But it, it's weird. You're like, oh, you didn't know how bad it was over there. It's OK. <laughs> <laughs> it's more, it's more lighthearted because it's Al Qaeda. You know <laughs> what we
1: what we have now is a little, a little, a little, more hardcore.
0: Oh, now it's hard hardcore with ISIS. Like you couldn't yeah. try to make ISIS funny. Like Al Qaeda, ha- that's a mile a minute laughing.
1: Sure, yeah, exactly. Because you couldn't have some guy cut someone's head off and then sing a song in a competition. <laughs> Well, it's weird I mean,
0: because these terrorists are devoid of all religion, like, and they're very smartly so because they mm-hmm. just they just don't want to touch that the M word there. So everyone's yeah. just like, "We're Iraqi and we're upset." It's the like, only yeah, thing but you're probably Muslim. The
2: only thing they'll say they're fighting against is decadence. Yeah, like mm. I, I fight against
0: that every day. <laughs> oh shit! Oh no, like, I gave up. Yeah, That's ready. what Taco Bell is for. <laughs> 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 so the whole like premise of this movie is. We're sending a terrorist to compete on American Idol slash American Dreams with a Z. Mm. It's uh, played by uh, James Carville, I think. is it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's played by an Englishman, this main terrorist here. Uh, and he's going to somehow make his way all the way to the top of the show. And then kill the president, who's a guest judge in the finale. It's a it's a happy coincidence because he, they, they, like he's a blundering bad terrorist, and they're like, oh, go go to California and live. And you're going to be a sleeper cell forever, right, and
1: he's a blundering bad president.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, so they meet each meet up with each other. That's cute. He winds up on the show by happenstance, and then they're like, ooh, that then the president's going to be on there, so then that'll happen. Well, the whole thing is he's basically like exiled to California because yes. he's bad at being a terrorist because all he wants... Like, he's kind of like Charlie the Elf. Yeah. You know, because he just... He wants to be a Broadway show tune singer slash dentist, you know? <laughs> like, he doesn't fit in with the rest of the terrorists and all their terrorist games. And they're like, oh, you go live with family in California and, like, wait for the call. And yeah. the guy's like, oh, okay, when's the call? And some dude says, like, very quietly, like, Never. Like they're just ditching him, and I was like, just murder him in the desert. <laughs> that that is usually how that ends. Well, it's, like,
1: it's good to have a backup sleeper cell.
0: Yeah. You never know when you're gonna need it. <laughs> You've got agents all over, don't you? Hail Hydra. <laughs> just in case. Uh and so we've got um we've got like the, the new season of this show is starting, and we're introduced to Hugh Grant, like the first character. And he gets broken up with his girlfriend or, like, he breaks up with her kind of a thing. And you realize, like, right away this guy's, like, heartless, soulless Simon Cowell type character. But the funny thing is they don't do the thing, like, it, A, it takes forever for the show to start because the show is just about to start for about an hour and 29 minutes. Like, yeah. the season, like, it's there's so much about, like, the beforehand stuff. We don't do the stupid audition thing, which is the only joke you have to make
2: when you're making an American Idol parody.
0: That's all you want. You just want a bunch of goofballs, like, waiting on a line, farting in front of the camera.
2: And as a movie, you're saying, with such a small budget, and the mileage you get out of... You realize that, like, doing... That's why American Idol is so cheap to make, because you have just... Thousands of people spending time their time working for you, yeah, right. Because every audition is 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 arable. Yeah. So why couldn't they have leveraged that same principle for the filmmaking process, <laughs> right? It's, as soon as the movie started, I was like, "There's going to be a beep, you know, seven, you know, seven to eight, yeah, like fun audition." Then there's a
0: right. the dog, and you're like, "Oh, that's fun." They they took it really far <laughs> with that dog.
1: Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> what Will, William do? Hung or whatever. Oh
0: Remember yeah. Oh, character? William uh, Hung would have made a cameo. Although I mean. I mean, this was 2006. Were we pre- or post-Hung? I don't
2: know. I, don't know. I, I don't think, think I'm hung always yet. Hung. I don't think we're Hung yet. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wave hasn't broken yet? He was like the apex of that show, huh? No, oh, it was right, right around there because he's on that second season of Arrested Development. Oh. That's how you date a Hung.
0: <laughs> 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 so, yeah, you're right. So, no, he had already happened. So how do you not have William Hung? Yeah, that's the joke. Like, or Bridget Boyle was the other one. Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. She was never on American Idol, though. What was that? The voice? No, I think it was like Britain's Got Talent. She was oh, okay. the and opera there's singer. An, there's an America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where Howard Stern farts on that show. Right. Used I think to. he farts on Howie Mandel specifically. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Howard Stern every week shitting on a glass table while Howie Mandel stays under it with a rubber glove on his head. I think I, that's what happens on <laughs> that And show. that's when he likes you. <laughs> And then there's "So You Think You Can Dance." I was like, <laughs> "I like, So You Think You Can Dance.'" <laughs> now, look, everything else is pretty pop. "So You Think?" Come on, hey, go ahead and dance. <laughs> it's my
1: wedding, but you go ahead and dance. <laughs> and then there's Wheel of
2: Fortune. <laughs>
0: we're two, now we're going. <laughs> yeah, the now far. you know we're
2: not doing that. <laughs> I think it's like scrapped. Plots from Love Actually and Mars Attacks <laughs> just put together into a movie. This you movie would have been people? better yeah. if aliens
0: like invaded in the middle of this movie.
1: Oh my god, it would be so good then, right? Replace not ter- good, but it would be well. Better.
0: Replace terrorists with aliens, and you got yourself a movie. I could laugh at aliens, man. Like you know what? Yeah. I haven't seen people blown to bits by aliens in real life. <laughs> So I can have a good <laughs> chuckle when an alien gets his comeuppance. <laughs>
1: get, a, get a couple of glops make making a propaganda film.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you can still criticize like reality TV culture that way. Like an alien ascends all the way to the finals, Ooh. just like this terrorist does. But you're along the way also making a bunch of hilarious, like the alien doesn't get the culture jokes. That's something. Th- it's not a good movie, but there's a movie in there.
1: Well, and but instead we get the terrorist doesn't understand the culture jokes, where it's like, "You're going to the mall again?"
0: Oh, right. Like, uh, uh, is it kind of like Balky Bartakamas yes. a little bit? Yeah. It's it's a little Balky. He's he's actually the and this is on, intentional of the movie. Is like he's the most well-rounded, best person in the movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's like the flip on it. Like he's a good guy, except that like. I guess his mom died in a bomb crash or something. A, a bomb the, crash. <laughs> a bomb crash. I bomb go was, boom. <laughs> Steve Sadek say bomb go boom. The invasion of Iraq, right? <laughs> <laughs> Numerous bomb crashes. <laughs> Man, that well, was, that's the thing. Like the U.S. killed his mother, so that's like, that's supposed to be his motivation for wanting to do this. But even still, he's like, yeah, I just, I really like singing show tunes in my tent. That's my thing. But he moves in with like these cousins, and they're supposed to be kind of like a shaws of sunset type family like sure ultra americanized like totally rich you know situation, and they've got this like Total gay stereotype son. This character's obnoxious. It just happens and it's like, oh, that's fun. And then he like turns into a real character, and you're like, oh, I wish he was just a person. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just wish he could talk like a person. It's like, oh, I'm gonna have to deal with this for more than three and a half minutes. Yep. Well, rats. <laughs> uh yeah, so it's just it, like that's the problem with this movie, is it's just like you're basically watching a condensed TV season. And you have no real sense of time as to as far as like how things are chugging along except for. People getting kicked off the show, but it's all people you don't know because you haven't met any of them except like the three. Well, that's the thing is they, we spend so much time with Mandy Moore, a little bit with Hugh Grant, and a lot with Omer, who who is the, uh, the the terrorist uh, Iraqi guy. And um, I'll say Iraqi guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm chiming in. We're on a game show, right? <laughs> um, what is Middle Eastern?
1: <laughs> Even better. Are we do in
0: form of a question. Shit. <laughs> But he he spent so much time with them, you don't get to see what the show is. Right. Because this movie is so incredibly cheap. It's filmed in like... When
2: 25 people walked out on this stage, I was legitimately like, oh, that's what this show is? I thought that it was a condensed version. I thought that the show really did only pick three people. Yeah. which is dumb but like 25 like circus animals came yeah. <laughs> on stage. they may as well have just been mannequins there was like one of everything there was a couple of like kid rock types there was right? yeah, a couple kid rocks it's like Noah's Ark a couple kid rocks a couple Clay Clarks on two there two kid rocks yep yeah. What else do you need? Two you ma- modest Yahoos. You mind- <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: you wanna you wanna you wanna spread the net wide? A couple True. of uncle crackers and a snow in there. Oh
1: yeah, dude. That, that wow. <laughs> that is a petri dish. I
0: think you need a lady antebellum so people can procreate. Oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you got a couple of Britney Spears's Sure. You know, these uh, Mandy Moores <laughs> called White Trash. You can get a
0: Ludacris in there if you wanted. Oh, yeah. A couple Ludas. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like Hugh Grant's whole thing is like he has like the highest rated show on TV. Oh, poor him. Like his life is terrible. He hates doing the show. So his idea to spice it up is he's going to have an Arab guy and an Israeli dude be contestants on the show. But... Because the show works and functions just like American Idol, people call in and vote people off. So there's no way to control what happens in this movie, which is the Arab dude, the Israeli guy, and Mandy Moore are, like, the final three. Right,
1: but do you think that's, like, not controlled at all? Because, like, they vetted those... Like, we only see them vet those people, and we see, like, the the Mandy Moore shit's interesting, right? Because they're looking at her audition tape, and it's like, oh... She knows that she's like playing a part,
0: right? She knows how to play the game,
1: right? Yeah, they're very interesting. I guess maybe she advances just by playing the game well. But I got a vibe that there was some uh, dirty politics going on.
0: But here's the thing: then just give me a scene with Hugh Grant where he's like, "Oh, and uh, of course we're fixing the whole thing, and uh, 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 uh the uh, calls from America don't mean anything." <laughs> like, just do that. Just it takes. Ten seconds. No, no, make it, make it
1: dumber, make it. Oh, oh I'll, I'm going to call it a hundred times on my own.
0: <laughs> Here's a question: Hugh Grant's terrible, right? Yes, yeah. Without question, we were right, Steve. Okay, good, good. <laughs> Just that I had that had a bet that the Hugh Grant was terrible. I guess we're right. Oh but, yeah. Wait, which one of you didn't think that no, he I, was terrible? I don't know, like. People like him, I guess. People do. People love him. Oh, they find him charming, don't they? Go to the IMDb boards for this thing, When has he ever
2: worked... Like, when has he ever put a lot into a film? I can't think of a movie where he, like, did a whole lot of work. I kind of like... uh, The
0: only movie that I really like of him uh, is uh, Ken Russell's Lair of the White Worm. It's, like, this weird, like... Yeah, I've seen Almost. it. Yeah, it's like a fun movie. It's okay. Yeah. He he doesn't have a ton to do in it. It's like his first feature. Yeah, it's him and Doctor Who hanging out. Yeah. Oh,
1: wow, that sounds great. Is it now? Is it better or worse than Ken Russell's
0: whore? <laughs> it's got. It's got to be better than Ken oh, Russell's, Russell's whore. I'll check it out. <laughs> Check it out. Lair of the White Worm is a movie that gets requested quite a bit and I'm like nah it's a good movie like, so like not not anyone out movie. there you know just don't bother I'm not talking about Lair of the White Worm I don't <laughs> care but I mean like uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral is like fun and airy but also not very good he it's- just plays the
2: same prick in every movie like I don't but care he, about this character is, that he, he's developed I've never seen him dye his hair <laughs> 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 that means you're not you're not really trying <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, or You've or, seen
2: me with dyed hair before.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's and just not like Hugh Grant.
2: I think he's he's the kind of actor that comes
0: to set and he's just wearing his clothes that he has. Mm-hmm. He no matter what the role. Like he, if he has to play the uh you know, Britain's prime minister, he just gets a Hugh Grant suit out of a Hugh Grant closet oh, okay. and he comes to set. You just oh. predicted it. The David Cameron story.
1: Oh, there you go. But 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 the thing is Hugh Grant was for some reason considered attractive in the nineties. <laughs> And people were like, that, "Oh, that's Hugh Grant. Well, he's blah, a
0: handsome blah, blah. guy, but that's
1: where it stops. Nah, he's handsome enough. <laughs> you know, not by today's standards. Well, they just love his fuddy awkwardness. Like, that, that was, was charming. It's like the cute British accent. Oh, he's yeah. He's always
0: a kind of a dick, which I guess you're supposed to like. Like, in About people a Boy, he's like, oh, I dicks. drink beer and I hate children. Oh, no, I have a child. <laughs> right? That's what it is? Yeah, yeah.
2: people love dicks. What was, what was his scandal? Speaking of dicks, oh, uh, he
0: had sex with a prostitute while he was dating Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, because that's something you need to do while you're dating Elizabeth Hurley.
2: Was it like a classic weird? Like, what was the story? There wasn't. I mean, anything, that was the, the, wasn't any juicy. Literally, it? I, think I mean,
1: he, uh, well, he, he filled up his car with gas. Okay. <laughs> drove down. Go to on that part of town, right, man? Right, <laughs> thinking like. I'm just gonna talk
0: to these ladies. Now right? I see what you why. know. Just
1: get get my flirt on a little okay. bit. Maybe you
0: know? maybe he was just looking for directions. That happens. Yeah. That I think happens that's all. The, I the time. think there was like something like that. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, but because like he's. I mean, like uh, the idea was he was like. Such a sweet guy before that. And I was like, oh, my God, he has sex with people. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. I love, that, like, Hugh Grant's mugshot from that prostitute arrest is one of my fave mug celeb shot. mugshots. Because he's just looking like, let's get on with it. <laughs> I have places to be. And it's like, you got to be a wild Grant or what?
1: <laughs> oh, you know, next, Been there, done that. This should be the next season of American
0: Crime Story. Oh, Oh. the Hugh Grant (laughs) prostitution scandal? It'll be two episodes. (laughs) It'll be good. Wait, that's Break up the season. Devote two episodes apiece, so you get five cases mm-hmm. of celebrity sex scandals. Oh yeah, that's a season.
1: And then you know what? Just throw in one episode there of Nick Nolte. It's got to be drug yeah. driving. Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't yeah. know how we got this far without mentioning Nick Nolte. That's what well, it just the rue <laughs> like, I,
0: that's my favorite thing in
2: the world. Is he didn't know hypnol was illegal? Yeah, and he was taking <laughs> it. He was healthy himself. <laughs> he I know better.
0: <laughs> That's what he said. Well, I think it's a little bit of a misnomer because I've been high on it several times and nobody's ever tried to rape me. That's what he said. That's that's, that's that's exactly what he said. said. At least that I know of. I'm going to go home. I have some rib Relax. Put on some coach. You ever ever watch coach on hipnol? Dauber's even funnier. You're out of your fucking mind laughing at Dauber. I mean, you can't even say Jerry Van Dyke when you're on little with him no? That's all I'm saying. It's very funny. Funny fucking dog on coach.
2: Okay, look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and turn. I and you're it. done. <laughs> uh, Marcia Gay Harden as Laura Bush,
0: sure. surrogate in this movie. I hate when I'm watching movies like this and I'm like, this movie's already a piece of shit in the opening credits. And then it's like, boom, Marsha Gay Harden. I'm like, what? Why? You're so much better than this. She does shit constantly. She's on that uh, Code Black uh, Excuse me? medical show. Oh, Code Black. you were talking
1: about a Mountain Dew.
0: <laughs> New tar flavored Code Black Mountain Dew. Brought to you by Marsha Gay Harden. <laughs> Spokesman for Mountain Dew. <laughs> Deadly. Extreme Marsha Hart. <laughs> Don't take
2: our word for it.
0: <laughs> it's just her on a snowboard and she skates up like in front of the camera and she just goes, Stanislavski! <laughs>
2: it's
0: like the idea of like it's like LeBron James about to introduce it, and like, no, no, and he like, no, 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 I'm just over here. I'm waiting for something else. And then you pan over to Marsha Hart. <laughs> the problem with this movie is that. It's got too many balls in the air. Like, and the the thing that you can cut out, speaking of Marsha Gay Harden, is so much time with the president. Like the thing needs to be, oh, at the end of this season, the president's coming. And you like build up suspense. Like you don't even see the president. It's a real like who's gonna play the president? And you get somebody, you get Fucking Alan Alda for a cameo yeah, as the yeah. president or whatever, and you cut all of that out because it's like <laughs> Dennis Quaid like just wins re-election and he's like having this this like midlife crisis kind of a deal. He feels like, and this is all like
2: you're, this movie tries to draw sympathy for George W. Bush, which is obnoxious. I think yeah, he's depressed. He's he's disillusioned. Yeah, with he's like,
0: he. Well, he's realizing that like people are doing, like, his job as president for him. Like, he's just, like, a Maybe puppet. I placebo.
1: <laughs> the thing is, I think it's it's George W. Bush becoming self-aware. Yeah. Oh, shit, just like we're... Skynet, yeah. dude.
0: <laughs> he became <laughs> set. Sed- <laughs> no, but it's, I mean, it's, it's weird because, like, it, it does, like, it's that stupid thing where, like, everybody likes to pretend that Dick Cheney was, like, the bad guy and George W. Bush was the sweet baby? Like no, I'm just they're both kind of crooks. Yeah, no, he's they're, just, yeah, just... they're both monsters. One was just a real big idiot. One actually shot somebody while they're in the lighthouse. <laughs> How pissed do you think he was that that dude lived, huh? Because <laughs> it would be so God much easier. Damn it! <laughs> it's so easier if he did. miss next time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now that guy's gonna talk. They should have sent him on that same hunting trip with Antonin Scalia. Uh,
1: Goo Goo Gaga, I'm George W. Bush.
0: <laughs> I'm a baby. Well, because it's like oh, uh, his I thing is like oh, he gets briefings. He's like, but I don't understand. The Iraqis are not like Doctor Octopus and the uh, <laughs> what is this? Magneto. Like the Iraq- Magneto and Doctor Octopus are the, are the Iraqis and the and the people from Iran. It's like okay. I Look, get it. A couple of Magneto's
1: yeah. out there. They're using <laughs> Magneto technology.
0: First of all, everybody knows George W. Bush was a DC man. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of jokers out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the Sunni Shiite and, and uh, the Kurds.
0: Right? He's like, did you know... And this was this was a line from the trailer where he's like, do you know there's two kinds of Iraqistanis and then Marsha Gay Harden like holds up three fingers and he's like, actually... Three cons and Willem Dafoe as basically like a Karl Rove, Dick Cheney mashup. is like, you're talking about Sunnis and Shiites and Kurds, Mr. President? And it's just like, th- there's nothing about this that's entertaining. It's a one-note, like, bad Saturday Night Live
2: sketch that is given, like, nine scenes in this movie. Do you think, the so the whole the production staff and the writer and the director and... and, and... Same dude, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Dennis Quaid. Like, do they think they're really doing it? Like, do they really think they're saying I, something? I, I think yeah, they, like they digging do. in. I think like, they do. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna make this movie, and you know what? We're probably gonna be put on the no-fly list. Whatever, but,
0: mo- whatever, America. But, but yeah. somebody,
2: like, I think that they think that they're effectively sticking it to George Bush in mm-hmm. this movie. Oh,
0: without question, <laughs> the, like this movie thinks it's like sharp as a tack. It's too hot to handle, too cold to hold. You call Dennis Quaid, and he's in control, right? That's oh, it. right. That's what. Yeah. No. <laughs> Man, Bobby Brown should have done some songs on this soundtrack. Anyone should have done some songs on this. Like, get music rights of like anything. there's a couple of show tunes and like one Sinatra tune, and that's. But it. there
1: should be like yeah, there should be like legitimate covers. Yeah, yes. we're not
0: licensing any pop songs. When you see them sing on the show. Like, for the most part, they're singing the theme song to the show, where it's like, (laughs) We're all in it together, our American dreams, dreams with a Z. The weird thing is they they cut to this one guy who's like, I'm a rock and roll man. (laughs) Rock and roll man. I'm a rock and roll man. And I'm like, what are we even talking about? Well, this is more of the satire. It's like... What kinds of tropes do you get on this show? Like the rock guy, the country guy, the yeah. pop Wait, so gal?
1: Are, these are satires of music now. This is, there's so many facets to oh, this Oh,
0: dude, thing. Chris Weitz is tearing America <laughs> a Chris new asshole. Or Paul Weitz is tearing America a new asshole. Chris done pretty good in his own regard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> They're all helping out there, the Whites family. Yeah, Paul Weitz is saying something about anything he can get his claws on in but this movie. What
2: happens is, is that at some points it's full like it 's full on it 's going at uh the vapid characters the the puppeteering in in Washington right um the commercialization some play, sometimes it 's actually going for it, but then in between, it keeps confusing satire and parody, right? Oh, big time. And so a guy going, I'm a rock and roll man, a rock and rock and man. It's not satire because you're not taking an opinion. You're just parodying something. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't seem to know when it's doing which. And the George Bush stuff is so bad because it goes back and forth. Sometimes it's like doing something and sometimes it's just aping what we expect.
0: Right. Like it's basically like how much of Will Ferrell's George W. Bush can we steal Without actually having to hire fucking Will Ferrell to play this president. Which is weird because that's what that whole W movie was that was terrible also. Oh, the Oliver Stone film. Yeah, that's, that's a Saturday Night Live sketch dramatized and strung out for two and a half hours. Did you guys see the trailer
1: for Snowden yet?
0: I saw the first one. I didn't see this new one with him in it. Oh lordy lord!
1: Um, is it, he
0: doing a bad impression like he did in that Robert Zemeckis movie?
1: He's doing an insanely bad impression, and I think I was thinking it was like, is Oliver Stone just making people do this? Because honestly, <laughs> George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that trailer sounds like a muppet. <laughs> uh, he's like trying to do Edward Snowden, and he's just a muppet. That's so <laughs> stupid. I am a muppet. I will use computer. Oh, why? He's Swedish chef? <laughs> no, no. I was trying to do a Muppet and it became Swedish chef.
0: It'd be funny if it was like, it was Joseph Gwinn-Levitt, but then somebody's really big hands were his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's more like the news reporter. About oh, I got it. it. Yeah. No, like a Sam Eagle or like the human news reporter. I was always impressed with the news human. reporters that they could. He's hold- a
1: human muppet. That's what he's doing. Oh, you, I see. You got a
0: puppet that can hold the paper. That's a, that's really difficult, right? Yeah. yeah, You're gluing paper to that puppet. <laughs> if, you got, if, so, you're, if
1: you're a muppet with thumbs, <laughs> you're a little little further up evolution wise.
0: You know what I don't need in like new muppet technology? That's disgusting. Their feet. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yes muppet Peter yes. Bed. There's a new Muppet on the ABC show, which is not great, but it got better towards the end of that first season. Oh, because they
2: fired everybody and really? yeah, they got oh, a whole man,
0: new staff. I dropped it
1: because I didn't want to see these Muppets fucking all the time.
0: Yeah, they tone that stuff down and it feels more like a Muppet show, which is nice. Ooh. But they've got this one, the Muppet that's like it's just a little nerdy guy, but he's got eyes with like his pupils blink. It's disgusting. And he's just like, he's like buck toothed and like mouth breathing. And he's like, oh, hey, Kermit, I'm an intern on this show or like whatever it is. And then he's like, "Eh," and it just goes. And his little irises blink. It's disgusting. <laughs> just give me two dead golf balls with dots on them. Yeah, that's it. And a nice little like black little you know, little stick that makes his arm right. go around. It's worked well enough for fucking fifty years. I don't need this new or technology. Just in use puppets. dead people as puppets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's plenty of them.
0: I think that goes against. There's probably some Henson code where it's like, <laughs> "Thou shalt not embalm and stuff human beings." He's like
2: reading it over. He's like, "Do I really have to put this in here?" It's like, "Listen, there's some sick people out there. You never know, oh, Jim, Jim. You're
1: gonna wish you had." <laughs> um, I see here. I see here. You boys have a Frankenstein clause on your contract.
0: <laughs> I won't be
1: joining the team. <laughs>
0: You'd be surprised how many jobs I've turned down due to a Frankenstein clause in them. Not just puppeteering jobs.
1: (laughs) This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mr. Rocket just handed me this.
0: Visit betterhelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h e slash W H M. Oh, so here's another like kind of bullshit thing that they don't bother to do anything with. So Mandy Moore like gets she gets on the show and Uh, They're having, like, a party for her, like, to celebrate her getting on. And Chris Klein is her, like, high school sweetheart. They're going to get married. He just got a promotion at the hardware store or whatever the else fuck. And she's like, yeah, we're going to break up because I'm going to go be a star or and did whatever. You, did you
1: say this was Chris Klein? Is Chris this, Klein. Isn't this someone else that's at the hardware store at the beginning? No, it's Chris Klein. She dumps him and Chris Klein oh, and then it's, joins the army. Holy shit. I didn't realize it flashed back. I thought it was a different... He gets a haircut. I thought it was Matt Klein.
0: <laughs> it's not like the London Brothers. Oh, okay.
1: All right. All right. No, no I'm catching up. <laughs> There's only one Klein. I, th- I thought it was like uh, her current boyfriend and then like the high school boyfriend comes
0: back from the war. No, he's got shaggy, like dazed and confused hair. Right. But then like he goes up to the army to like prove himself to her. I forget. Does he sign the contract for play football or no? Does he? <laughs> yeah, I got to admit, I watched this as
1: uh, George W. Bush in the 1980s. <laughs> oh, I see. So... High on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was in the bag a little bit. Yeah, you you and all your frat brothers <laughs> talking about Muppets. Yeah. Hey Poppy, you mind if we put out American dreams in the dead? I'm having a couple of friends over. Some of the old skull and bones guys.
1: I don't know, Bar. He didn't he didn't even ask to take over the study tonight.
0: Jeopardy was on. I got I got I got my tapes to watch. I got the new Ken Burns came out last night, Bar. I got He's, he's watching movies in the studies with his friends. I got nine hours of Civil War to get through, Bar, Don't know how I'm going to do it. One VCR household. Which, which is the AV to take the Nintendo off the television? <laughs> I, I, I know which AV puts it on
2: because W has just got it locked on there. I'm, I'm thinking of Goodwill Hunting when he's like, is there another VCR in the house? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, there were
0: times when it, you lived in a one VCR household. There was a little bit of a struggle.
2: It was like what? one line over at the grocery store, man. Yeah. <laughs> It was you had to queue up. Get in line to play that tape, man. we
1: had to we had to rewind tapes uphill. <laughs> you kid, you kids today don't know how oh, good you
0: got it. Got Bar. He put a peanut butter sandwich in the car rewinder. You know, <laughs> I bought, I got this car rewinder for Christmas. Dude, we had one of those Wait, at the Jupin household. Red Cadillac. <laughs> Ooh, wow. The rich get richer at the Jupin what?
1: house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs>
1: what the fuck is a car rewinder? Dude, it's a so, rewinder. You put it in
2: your car,
0: like, <laughs> a, like a tape
2: rewinder. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, remember the
0: remember the VHS no, tape no, rewinders. No. Yeah. So you didn't have to stress out your VCR's motor? When the movie was over, you take the tape out, you put it in the rewinder no. contraption. No. You
2: never had one of these? No, no, no. Dude,
0: we, it's one of the most useless inventions of all we, time. But we, you know what, maybe not. We did go through a couple of VCRs. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, dude. These things were cheap. You changed them out like every year or so because they always broke. And you like pimped your ride and had it in there? They built like different models of them. And one was just like exhibit? a car.
2: Exhibit did An this? Exhibit
0: came in and he sort of <laughs> fiddled with my VHS pimped tape rewinder. my rewinder? My rewinder. <laughs> yeah. We heard you dude. love rewinding. It was great. I love rewinding a new dude, car. Dude, he put drop-down TVs in the VCR oh, tape shit. rewinder.
1: And they immediately caught fire after the
0: show yeah. <laughs> <wrapped. laughs> It was the, the easiest, cheapest, shittiest Christmas present you can get for someone. It took no oh, thought. Yeah. It's like, here's a, a rewinder. Oh, you, you kind of like cars. But the
2: only good thing about getting a, a rewinder is a present. when it, If they were like, oh, I have one. You're like, well, not for long. <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll need it.
0: Just hold on to
2: it. It's going to break, and then
0: ours can slide right in and take mm-hmm. its place. Now, it's when, like extra virgin olive oil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when one of these things broke, just to get the logistics out of the yeah. way, yeah. It, did the tape
0: get stuck in it? No, we never had a tape get stuck in it. It just wouldn't do it. And it oh, was made out of stuck. like the cheapest plastic. If it got stuck, it wasn't a problem. Like, oh, you know. Comes. Oh, my dad broke a couple of them open with his bare hands. They're like, you know, easier than clams. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which your dad breaks
2: open with ease. Oh, yeah, with well, his teeth just <laughs> yeah. chomping clams open. I over. honestly oh, wish- I Got a bunch
0: of oysters in my car <laughs> rewinder here, bar. I mean, these things aren't cheap. This kid's not moving out. <laughs> I just kind of like the idea of, you know, just a little sour George W. Oh, totally. George H.W., I apologize. Oh, yeah, Herbert Walker. (laughs) (laughs) So Chris Klein joins the army for about two seconds, and it's like cut to him in a Humvee. uh, Killing
1: Omar's mother.
0: No, that's that's not what happens.
1: Uh, No, I know know it's not what happens, but it should have. It should have. I mean, that's basically.
0: If you want to do things like set up character motivation and, you know, other things like that, sure, you're totally Mm -hmm. right. Uh, But this is American Dreams, and it's a flaming mess of a movie. (laughs) Oh, sorry, you're right, with a Z. I don't want anyone out there getting confused.
2: I think there was, like, an American Dreams TV show, and it was, like, Dreams with an S. (laughs) <laughs> was it wasn't called American Dreams with an S. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there is. <laughs> Who, what, 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 about the Z. So yeah. Please, please. Exist ends is the only other film I can think <laughs> of on this list. What do we got? Uh, Who invited that Z to the party? What is that Z doing? What I don't how, know, but are we just talking movies?
0: Because there's like Extends, the boner uh, pill. I, well, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> but it's like bodega boner pills yeah, and you don't want to buy boner those? boner
1: pills. Wait, these are boner pills they sell at a bodega.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, stuff that barely passed the FDA yeah. and you can get it for like $4 a pack at a 7 Eleven. tastes am like Tic Tacs. Lear- <laughs> I'm learning a lot today. I got a question. <laughs> you are learning a lot. <laughs> if we decided to form a rock band, we got four people here. Yeah. And we wanted to call ourselves Corn, but not spell it like a <gasps> complete asshole. We're, like, are we allowed wait. to do that
1: or would we get sued? Corns with Corn with a C? With a C so and they, an O. That would be with a le- C? Yeah, all the letters are in the right I fucking will, order. I will join your band, Corn. K
2: with a Z at the end. Korn. Oh, corns. Well, I'm, we're breaking up. <laughs> I'm like, out of the band. Can I
0: get sued for having it spelled
2: the right I, way? Here's then, the thing. Maybe.
0: What does the band look like, and what kind of music are we producing? Nobody's named Monkey, so you got that <laughs> going for you. Oh, but Great start. Wait,
1: but uh, is there anyone named Jonathan Davis?
0: <laughs> Steve, in in one of our songs, Korn, just "Corn" just C O R N regular. Is there any point where like like Eric's on drums and like JJ's playing guitar and I'm on bass and we go into a sick breakdown and you just on vocals start going
2: <clears throat> because if you do that, we might get sued. Also, provided less than twenty five percent of our music videos take place in an asylum, we should be fine. <laughs> Mm. I'm try- I can't do the I can't do the corn
1: song I
0: can't do it either No,
1: you just did It was flawless
0: <laughs> Oh, Jonathan Davis Is coming after me You might I mean, that guy's and looking Monkey You're for- gonna break my legs Monkey might be dead <laughs> I, don't- I don't think no. Monkey passed away He's gotta be alive okay. I hope so anyway Yeah Monkey, get him You can't <laughs> die Working at Foot Locker <laughs> Oh, man No, he's doing uh, all right
2: Yes, you can yeah. <laughs> It's called <laughs>
0: Athlete's Foots I also feel like, you know, so long as we steer clear of Limp Biscuit, like we're not doing any songs with Limp Biscuit, we're in a good spot. I learned my lesson already in my life to steer clear of Limp Biscuit. <laughs> That's a good note for
1: any band.
0: <laughs> steer clear of Limp Biscuit. person, yeah. Dude, if you're shopping in a, you know, CD store, make sure Fred Durst ain't in there. I got fucking kicked out.
1: <laughs> right, the, uh, Tower Records in Times it was, Square. It was it right?
0: was the Virgin Megastore in Times Ooh, Square. Excuse me, sir, <laughs> Mister Durst is trying to shop. Said the eight foot tall bodyguard. Like,
2: well, let him shop.
0: Yeah, I was like, I'm not impeding the shopping. You are. Let him buy his <laughs> how, fucking. How you know, how far did they
2: move you out of the
0: area? I had to leave the aisle, dude. If you just did your Jonathan Davis
1: impression, <laughs> you would have been like right this way,
2: Mister Davis. <laughs>
0: Because well, nobody knows what Jonathan Davis actually looks like.
1: <laughs> That's true. And he, it's kind of weird. So I think anyone could pass as Jonathan Davis.
2: <laughs> right this way, remarkably young Jonathan Davis. <laughs> Speaking of which, this is also Rotund the most... Rotund
0: Jonathan Davis. Oh, yeah,
2: without question. <laughs> oh, my, Mr. Davis.
0: Jonathan <laughs> Davis, why are you dressed up like a late 90s ska kid?
1: <laughs> this is the most anyone has talked about Jonathan Davis <laughs> in years. Even like a Thanksgiving at the Davis household. Yeah. Yeah. No, everyone decided to not follow the leader. <laughs> oh, Jonathan. Man. Pass the,
0: you know, pass the peas, Jonathan. Boom, da da, ba da, boom. He's kind of a Muppet at this point. I mean, he's but Ba da, bumpin'. Yeet. Jonathan Davis. Menominat. Jonathan Davis.
1: <laughs> oh man, Wes Borland's playing bass in the back.
0: Oh that, sure, that was the biscuit. That's the weird thing, though. And I, I was a, I was a the new biscuit. Metal. Hold I, on, yeah, <laughs> called it the biscuit. Three dollar bill, y'all. Um, I <laughs> there was this idea that like that was cooler than pop music. Do you know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah. that, like you wanted, you were not an American Idol kid. I mean, that doesn't really cross over, right? It's a little bit after that. Uh, yeah, I mean, American Idol was like, what, 2002-ish is yeah, when that started? That's kind of around there. Yeah, but you were like, I don't do that American Idol Kelly Clarkson crap, man. I listen to real music. Like corn and live biscuit <laughs> and stained <laughs> and God act, Don't
2: act like you weren't that kid. No, that's I'm standing up on a he's, soapbox he's letting you know to this on the air. He's but that, that's the this.
0: idea. Is like that music you could listen to. You could listen to a Kelly Clarkson like Yeah, since you've been gone. You try and listen to Freak on a Leash. <laughs> <laughs> Your iPod will stop. Like what the fuck are you doing? I'm you gonna... sorry, I can't do that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play Freak on a Leash, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's weird there's a part in this movie where Dennis Quaid predicts the plot of Olympus has fallen by the way oh does he because there's like he wakes up and he's like having his like breakfast and he's reading the funny papers and whatnot and he's like you know I had a dream oh no this is what it is he's talking to the premier of China and he goes like he's just talking to this dude and he's like you know I had a dream that uh I was meeting with some people and they turned out to be North Korean terrorists, and they started attacking, and I'm wow. like, "What are you even talking oh about right goodness. now?" And then I realized he's talking about the plot of Olympus's Fall.
1: He's like, he's been dreaming that he's a better-looking president, like Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> like those movies take place in inside the world of American Dreams, inside this president's head.
0: Oh wow, it's inside of a snow globe the whole oh, time. Yes, oh yes, it's shit. the Tommy so
1: Westfall
0: is, is
2: Dennis Quay's head. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, I think
0: that's what's going on. I think he's got a snow
1: snow globe for a brain.
2: Yeah, that checks out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are kind of talking about this off the air, but like what is the Dennis Quaid career overall score? Just it's like a C minus, I feel like, and most of that is inner space. Like that's when you show up and <laughs> yeah. really nail the one test, and then you fucking fuck off the rest of the year.
2: <laughs> That's think, inner space. I think he's like he's he's like the Pippin to Kevin Costner's Jordan, right? Oh no. No? <laughs> Don't besmirch Scotty Pippin. Yeah, but he's not Michael Jordan. No, like. he's certainly not. Well, Kevin Costner's the Jordan there, right? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, uh, Kevin Costner had a lot of championships in the 90s. He did, yeah. Did, did, that's a couple
0: of three-peats, I think, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> a couple of victory laps and then he went to play a fierce it, competitor. He went to play in the message in a bottle. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of like the white the uh the what was it? The White Sox AAA team that uh mm-hmm. Jordan went to.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so most of this movie is just, like, training, mon- not training montages, but, like, you're seeing, like, this show go on. The guy who played Warren on Buffy is the dude from Israel, which it's, like, that's a potential to be a funny character. He's kind of, like, a modest Yahoo-esque yeah. performer, you know? Uh, but they do nothing with it. They do absolutely nothing. I was like, okay, because Hugh Grant states, like, this is the movie I want. Get me an Arab guy and an Israeli guy. Like, get him in there. Yeah. But then you get that dude, and it's like no development. I don't even know his name. No, he, And he gets kicked off pretty quickly, too. It's like, oh, okay.
2: Well, he's the, no, he's the third guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's the, th- he's, he's the third guy, and we have to wait to find out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, after this commercial break. And I'm like, I'm more angry watching a movie. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. But then the movie makes you wait to find out, who do you think it going to be the top two in this film. It
0: might be the guy, the guy that we've been following and Mandy fucking Moore. No, hold on. There is a third contestant. We should wait. <laughs> well, it's I'm weird. Not... This third contestant doesn't have any supporting cast whatsoever, and both of the other two have a lot. Yes, supporting... but he has over
2: 23 seconds of <laughs> screen time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now this message from Mountain
2: Dew Code Black. Yeah, let's go this out of our way to do. make fun of product product placement, sure. You don't take the high road. You can't take the high road on product <laughs> placement while you're using product placement. No, it's the... Unless you're Wayne's World. That happened once. Yeah, yeah, was yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the one time you well, were able to here's do
0: Here's
1: the thing. Is, this is a satire. Oh. So they could do whatever they want. <laughs> and that's what that means because no one knows what it means. <laughs>
2: <You> can, <laughs> Nobody knows what it means.
1: The general audience, I guess. Right? Well,
0: it's like, you know, it's just like the people that say a bunch of racist shit and then they're like, well, it's satire. Right,
1: or I was in character.
0: <laughs> which
1: is my excuse on this show.
0: <laughs> no, but it's like if you're going to try to conduct some parody or some satire or whatever it is, know which pool you're pissing in. I think that that's why they hired Marsha Gay Harden because they were like, Ah, it sounds equalizer. like a parody to me. It's like, no, 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 Marsha Gay Harden, dude, it's a satire. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Marsha Gay Harden, man, she was in Pollock. <laughs> which is just like a really that movie's a really classy saturday night live sketch cuz it's just like a bunch of like pretty well-known actors playing a bunch of people from the new york postmodern art world scene uh-huh. so if you you know ever took an art history class you're sitting there like oh that's that person val kilmer's playing this person this and oh oh how interesting but they're just playing like cartoons of incredibly obscure people useless yeah oh it's useless i was sitting there like oh that's neat i, I know these people
2: <laughs> oh she had talent i didn't know yes i did <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh he died young <laughs> okay oh the thing with chris klein that i was trying to bring up was so he goes to the army like he gets shipped to Af- or uh, iraq um and he's like talking to this dude in the humvee and he's like yeah i went through this like accelerated training camp so now i'm like here already and i thought that they were fucking with me <laughs> You got any advice? And the dude's like, I don't know, don't get shot. And then he immediately gets shot. And this is like, we're trying to cram in war criticism, right? The whole thing, like, you know, like, uh, sped up boot camp, this, that, and the other thing. Really trying to, like, say something. It's saying nothing. Well, also, it makes our soldiers look like assholes, too. Because Chris Klein's the only representation of the American Armed Forces, and he's a dick. Yeah, you don't have a single other, like, member of the military in this movie at all. That's
1: the thing. It's like, the satire, focus on one fucking thing. Don't say something about the White House, the TV show, this military,
2: you yeah. know, like, p- set it in one of those worlds.
0: And terrorism as well. Yeah. The only yeah.
2: bit of crossover that I think works a little bit is how... how Popular television just use soldiers for ratings. Sure. That that right. was kind of
0: fine. Most definitely. So, like, when he comes back, he's like a war hero. Yeah, it's
2: immediately. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's a war hero. Then he's on TV. Yeah, that, so then, like, that sells right now.
0: Segment producer Seth Myers. <laughs> You know, like sees dollar signs in this thing, and is like immediately filming them making out, and you know, Seth Meyers made me laugh more than once in this. Him and Jennifer Coolidge. You can't put Jennifer Coolidge in a bad movie. Jennifer, well, you can't. Well, you can, you <laughs> certainly she's should. just you can, good in you it. have, Yeah, Jennifer Coolidge is the high watermark of this movie.
2: I think the one moment when she's like, she's like, "Are you single? Or are you seeing anybody?" Yeah, and
0: just like shakes his head and moves. That was that was kind of funny. Yeah,
2: it's fun. I the just, one it's... thing, the one
0: question I had because I don't, I don't really know anything about uh, Seth Meyers, really. Um but he's looking, like, really tired and, like, sweating throughout this movie. And I was like, is this the character? Or is that, like, his life? Was he, like, getting burned out doing other things? Like, was he on SNL at this time yeah, also? Yeah, he was on SNL for a long time. So he, so by, like, 05, when they're making this movie, he was on SNL? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was on there for, what, like, 19 years? Uh, he met no, Belushi. <laughs> 19 years. He was Belushi's understudy. Might, <laughs> might, might as well, Yes. Yeah. Then I feel like I see him in this and like in my watching Mad TV, even though I know it was his brother that was on Mad TV. Wait,
1: oh. he's had a brother on Mad TV? Oh, yeah. Psych Myers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. No, it's like something Myers was his brother that was on Mad TV. Hey. It could have been Cody. It, it really could have been Cody. <laughs> Cody Myers. Wow. That's what it is I now. Did,
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the a only thing. time that's ever happened. They should have fought each other or something, right? <laughs> that if it, do you think if it was still on the air, they could have had a match on Celebrity Deathmatch? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> like the latter seasons of Celebrity Deathmatch where they were desperate for matchups. Well, you're saying that at a certain point, Celebrity Deathmatch
2: wasn't as good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, James, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When James Carville was on there for the third time. <laughs> We what? already got it made. <laughs> Remember that the ref on that what was his Lane Miller? Mil- Mills
0: Lane.
1: Mills Lane. And then he became like a mini celeb for a couple months. Because oh, he was yeah. a real boxing <clears throat>
0: ref. He and got like,
1: like a judge show then,
0: right? Yeah, he was Judge Mills Lane. Stop, was he? That's yes. Him? Yes, It he was like was. Judge Judy. It was. And he was like, that's out of order. All right. T-K-O. T- like, co- hey, oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> shut up. Like, Did he wear like little, little weird rubber gloves the whole time? No way. <laughs> no, no, it'd be weird if he did. <laughs> he keeps checking to see if the defendant's cut is opening up. Cuz I think he was the referee when uh, Tyson got his ear uh yeah, Tyson bit Holyfield's ear, yeah, yeah. He was. In
1: Celebrity Deathmatch? <laughs> no, <laughs>
0: in a, probably, in both, in real life deathmatch.
1: Oh, 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 okay. Well, he was right. also
0: the referee when Marilyn Manson bit Hanson's ear <laughs> off or whatever happened on that show. Oh, and
1: what when, when Ozzy ate that bat? Did they do that on that show? I'm positive. (laughs) I don't know, but I'm positive. Every
2: every thought you've ever had about celebrities doing anything to each other has been on that show. (laughs) It's called satire. (laughs) You're right, that was the most
0: satirical of all the claymation comedies. It's not satire unless Marcia Gay Harden is involved. <laughs> we, we we
2: established Oh, she was on there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so people want she us pile. To... She pile-drove pile Laura Flynn Boyle in one <laughs> of your... That would get have been here. their celebrity yeah, you get stick lady. Yeah, yeah. Well, Got a Marcia Gay Harden for you. Yeah, oh, <laughs> man, you should write Ooh. for that show, man. I did, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I know so much... <laughs>
0: Justin Case's Oral
2: History of Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh, wow. I that, want it recorded in black and white. That's an article I'd click on and then forget to read. Yeah, That's a save it for later. Never mind.
0: That's a tab I'd leave open. Exactly. That's a tab
2: I'd eventually close when I close my computer at the end of the day.
0: You ever bring an article with you into the bathroom and then you just start playing video games instead? That's what that is. No. No. <laughs> I read everything I bring into the bathroom. Um, No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So people are paying hard-earned money for us to talk about American dreams.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Um,
1: And if you're getting this for free, it's illegal.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) What do you got? American dreams related.
1: Well, I I just want to talk about how they're popping pills in the Oval Office. Oh, right. Oh, right.
0: He's like medicated. I got to have my happy pills. Well that just leads into the whole like it furthers this idea that like Willem Dafoe is like conducting this puppet regime, right? Well actually right.
2: I, I think because Marsha Gay Harden is taking the pills as well, I think it's like the it's like Prozac Nation commentary five years too late. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, that's what's t- going on. Yeah, I think that's oh, what it is. Shit. It's god, like, you
1: can't shoehorn that into this. Oh yeah, my mem- god, it falls under America. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of the it's another thing. They're satiring us. Yeah. It's like oh, even the true. president
2: can get depressed. <laughs> <laughs> George W.
1: Bush walking in one of those commercials with a cartoon. <laughs> oh a
2: class. A yeah, she thing
1: thing
0: had cartoon. <laughs> Hey, Poppy, am I breaking my alcoholism if I take pills? (laughs) I don't know, W, but I just need you out of the living room. (laughs) I don't care if it's a Schedule 1 narcotic, just get it out of the den. Get it out of the den, Bubba. I, get out of here. I just, I, I, want, I got a couple of Belvedere saved up here, W, and I just want to watch it. I don't know what Wesley's going to get into. Oh, <laughs> great. Great, W. Now your mother has to watch as the world turns.
2: I don't have much time left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, the plot, uh, like the, the scheme overall, is he makes it to the finals. Three of his like terrorist contacts get tickets to the show because well, like basically like this this he's the the crux of the story because Omer. It, Omer is because at first you know he he does he he's against America because he, you know his mom died in, in a raid and but he goes he kind of loses his way and he gets like he likes everybody and he turns but, into like a really good know, guy that's right. the
1: thing is like he never seems to really give a shit that his mom died in the American. Invasion. Yeah. Like he doesn't care at the terrorist camp. He's kind of half assing it. I'll say it. I'll tell you when he's a half
2: ass terrorist. He starts to care in a scene that is also a thesis statement where he has a monologue that says everything that the movie is about. When he's saying, Is this when he's at the hotel bar with Mandy Moore? No, it's oh, is bit... the ending? With yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, when he's like, he's like, is America responsible? Is her like? Is... Oh, and then, yeah. And then he talks about his mom. Like, does blow, Does killing Americans bring my mom back? Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Blah, that's blah, the blah. only time he like talks about it. he 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 tacks it on to a lot of sentences. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's there. <laughs>
0: he keeps reminding you that it's going on, so that he has any kind of movement. But um, yeah, but like, it's basically like his bad past catches up with him, and they kind of they force him into being like, hey, look, I know that you're a really good singer or something, but when the president comes out, you have to blow
2: yourself up and be a suicide bomber. And it's right. Like, oh, okay. That's... Which is what would have happened. Yes. that would guy. Have they're not sending him to cushy L.A. <laughs> no. They're sending him into a children's hospital. Well, that's, right? like, well, that, that's that, the that, thing. That show did not
0: come out yet. But...
2: <laughs> On the set of Children's Hospital. <laughs> oh, man,
0: in a plot to kill Rob Corddry? <laughs> Riveting. But well, <laughs> maybe they they read the script for Hot Tub Time Machine 2 and they were like this must not happen.
1: Oh man, they're time travelers. Yeah, totally. Oh cool, that fits in with Only Hot, happens hot inside Tub head, Time yeah. Machine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh where was I going? It's just, <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. Is like listen, you're sending this guy that who's pretty like pretty good.
2: You, he's a you.
0: half-assed terrorist. You know, like, you're sending him, like, kind of into exile anyway, and then they're like, well, proximity to the president was, like, he's right in California, so let's make him do this. But, basically, like, you're sending, like, a G-list guy yeah. to kill the most powerful person in the free world. Like, you got to send in your A number one guy to get on that show and right. do this whole you wanna thing. You want to make sure that he believes in what he's supposed to believe exactly. so that he carries it through so that you... Complete your mission. You're just—it's you, not like you're kicking a dog to death. You're killing the president. Like you gotta send in the best. guy. You gotta get the best terrorist
2: you can find and teach him how to tap dance immediately.
1: I, I don't. A talent think, show.
2: I, I got the feeling that it was sort of an unsanctioned but overzealous hit. Like those three guys. Like they never talk oh, about checking in or oh shit, anything. Shit, they're fucking. I think. Rogue. I think the, what's the torture? I think he's just trying to like. Make a name for himself out there. I, that's
0: kind of what interesting you, because you, they are. What you have to do
2: when you go to L.A. You're never, you're never <laughs> that. Yeah, you're, make a splash. It's true.
0: But you're you're totally right though, Justin, because what I was reminded of when I was watching these guys, these three stooges, <laughs> right, is like they're like in the '90s we had like Mickey Mouse Mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like Mickey Mouse terrorists. Yes. Like they're all like bumbling fools. They're all fans of the singing contest kind of a thing. They're, they tell more jokes than any other character in this movie. Well, because it's trying to make it less harrowing. Like, terrorism is very real. And it's like, oh, well, if they're funny and silly, it's kind
2: of fun and yeah, silly. Yeah, it's
1: like Colonel Clink and the gang. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys were
2: hilarious. And you have to also think, like, <laughs> they some, were. How they many were. years later does Four Lions come out? Because I think that's we could talk about maybe at the end. Because that movie's amazing. And that movie does what this movie thinks it's trying to do, and it does it very yeah. effectively. But in I think my mind, Four Lions was like two thousand seven. Yeah. Oh, so not so not so long. After literally that like even.
0: the the next year. Yeah. So
2: so you're so close. It's not like things have changed. The, the, the same. They're all. It's all the same subject matter, guys. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> That's like English filmmakers, though. So it's like kind of good?
2: Well, yeah. Like it's What's the guys from Brass Eye who are brilliant. Well, yeah. this is Hugh
1: Grant. Also brilliant. How, how, how more English do you need to get?
0: <laughs> this is also the team that brought us American Pie, let's not forget. <laughs> so Brass Eye this and that. Yeah, who but, fucked a pie um, on that show? It's
1: my question. They have matured. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Remember in the company of good guys?
0: <laughs> this is the sophisticated news. Yeah, the men,
2: the men who walk the earth. Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: Then- Do you think that uh, Jason Biggs got uh, an audition for this movie and got turned down? Because you got Chris Klein, you got Jennifer Coolidge. I think those are the only AP transfers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're calling them AP now. <laughs> sure. What, what in American Pie? I legitimately thought about this a couple of days ago. What was he training for in that scene? What for the fucking the pie? Yeah. I Just think he's like training to uh, uh, ejaculate. <laughs> he he hears, if
0: I remember correctly, yeah. He hears one of his friends say that. Uh, uh, having sexual intercourse, like wh- there he says, like what does it feel like? And he says, like it feels like warm apple pie. So he's like, I want to see what fucking feels like, and he fucks a hot pie. I, I guess like he's bored well- with masturbation. Question mark. Wake me when that happens.
2: <laughs> 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 and Stephen. Oh, so it slept was like the next level. It was his. Bridging the gap, but I always felt like it was like a coming of age. Like, you don't want to get in there with the girl, not knowing what to do. So make sure you know how to stick your dick oh, at we, something. Well, maybe like, he doesn't want to
0: be like thrown off by how it feels. So it's like, if I know how it feels before I actually feel it, I won't be thrown off my game. Better fuck this pie.
1: And fuck that pie for a long time. And hey, while you're at it, throw in a couple curveballs to make sure you'll last. A la mode. Oh right! Drop, drop yeah. some vanilla ice cream on your on your dick as well. Sure, just to make sure that you can last in that pie.
0: Steve, did that wake you up or no, what? No, no, <laughs> still know what? fast asleep. The regular schmegular <laughs> old way that my dad did. It's
1: good enough for me, man. that that's a, a a slice of cheddar cheese on that
0: pie? <laughs> Here's a, does he lose his bone when fucking Eugene Levy shows up or what? Man? Oh, of course. <laughs> I don't know how he got it in the first place. I don't know. I just
2: I want to know if he finished.
0: Why doesn't that kid lock a goddamn door? You know what, man? Let's lock
2: some doors in this fucking house. That's eight years of American comedy filmmaking is unlocked doors.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That franchise alone has four movies of the same person not locking a door.
2: It's
1: a a shared cinematic universe where locks don't exist.
2: (laughs) They do, but they're just very expensive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Hugh Grant, by the way, he's got a line in this movie that's one letter away from stealing a joke from the Simpsons. Oh, really? When he's, like, like, Omer has his, like, audition or whatever, and it's in that montage of Hugh Grant at his most Simon Cowell, like, just, like, tearing people down. And uh, he's like, oh, Omar, I think you're fantastic. You may even say I'm an homosexual. Oh, right. And it's just, like, the most is, like, homosexual joke. And, like, and the audience... The studio audience goes wild for this Omer sexual joke. Yikes. His character, oh, uh, yeah, Hugh Grant, is like, he's so vapid and so, like, he's so into it. He's so into being it. And then he, like, finds his muse and Aunt Mandy Moore, I guess. Oh, right? right. They, like, silently fall in love in this movie. Which it should be, like, raunchier and, like, whatever. It should be, like, that. It's a. Because like she's like the dark Kelly Clarkson, right? So why not? Let's make it the dark Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> the <laughs> Kelly Clarkson from the dark timeline. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Let's cut to the, the end. The big thing here. We're ripping off The Godfather kind of in this movie? Well, the, the, the plan is <laughs> very loosely ripping off The Godfather. The, the president is performing in front of 18 people because this movie is incredibly cheap. Small studio audience. I've, I've seen bigger studio audiences on Double
2: there. <laughs> 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 My own eyes. <laughs> So
0: uh, these three guys, the three ter- the three terrorist guys, um, his leaders, have to smuggle the bomb in, even though it would make more sense for Omer to do it, because they're not going to check him because he's a contestant, right? Yeah. So they come in chewing gum, which is actually C4, and like it's 2006, three middle eastern gentlemen are walking anywhere near the president they're gonna go in a separate line yeah you thought the airport was bad yes. the airport when the president's there is even worse everyone's getting checked all gum from everyone's mouth is being spit out you can't yeah. bring in we're not bringing in food today because the president's here <laughs> i don't care if it's a fucking ass and just <laughs> spitting it out
1: the president said if you brought enough to share with
0: everyone <laughs> <laughs> it's okay Oh, what's that? You don't have 22 pieces of gum? <laughs> That's including audience and crew? <laughs> yeah. It's a real skeleton uh, uh, cast we have here. So they make movie. him a suicide vest out of C4 and other things they... S- and a CD. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a it CD. It looks it's like, sh- like shit. It what looks like this? a thing E.T. built. I thought the joke was like, it's not going to work at all.
1: Yeah, that would be funny. Because it looks like fucking
0: shit. That should be the joke. Is like, you know, he goes to do it. And it hits the thing, and it doesn't happen. They write on a blank CD, like, press here to blow yourself up. Like, that's the joke. Yeah. And so, like I said, ripping off The Godfather, they're like, we're going to hide it in the stall, and you got to go in and get it. And it's like, as if this movie wasn't slow and boring and long enough, he goes into the stall, and it's, like, hidden in the seat cover dispenser, you know? And he, like, sticks his hand in, and it's empty. And he's like, What? And then just goes to the immediate next stall and it's there. And I was like, what was
2: the point of that? There's nothing to that. Just have him find it. There's a, there's, it says other stall. Yeah, they expected that,
0: him to not know
2: I Oh, is that a, a total- thing? I think it's supposed to be a good gag Oh, yeah. I missed that
0: part Yeah, he pulls it out and says Other stall, jackass or something <laughs> Oh, man,
2: that's not funny at that's all That's satire
0: <laughs> Marcia Gay Harden was in it, so it's satire <laughs> She wrote the note
2: <laughs> It's satire
0: Anyone who's in Miller's Crossing accounts as satire, all right? <laughs> Albert Finney satire Joe Polito satire. Oh man, there's a lot of satires of Joe Polito. Ken. the high hat. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Joe Polito and how he used to be morbidly obese, uh, there's a. Did there's, he slim down? Yeah, he lost a ton of weight. Got pics.
1: <laughs> Got <laughs> some Polito pics, man.
0: I don't. I'm sure you can find them on the web, though. All right, I'll check it later. There's another like aspect to Mandy Moore's character that's like slamming this industry is that it's the scene at the hotel bar where like Omer's having a soda and she comes up with a beer and she's like, you know, I used to be 200 pounds when I was 10 years old. And I said to myself that if I didn't lose 90 pounds by the time I was 14, I was going to commit suicide. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. And she's just like, and you know what? I lost it. That's the speech. That's Mm -hmm. just the monologue in this movie. You know, I
1: had the same pact... I didn't kill myself. <laughs> I,
0: I, it's it's a thing. It's a bad joke that we loved in the late '90s, 2000s. Like, man, what if this attractive
2: lady used to be
0: fat? Oh, that went both ways, though. Remember that Ryan Reynolds movie where Ryan he was movie obese? That,
2: that fucking... Oh, and uh, then, uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow movie, too. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, Shallow Hal. Friends is rotten
0: with it. It's like, oh, man, what if Monica was fat? I guess no one would ever love her. It's like, wait, what are we talking about? Dude, that show I'm does kidding. not let up on the fat jokes. It's nine seasons of fat jokes mm-hmm. on that character. It's like, here's your old pants, you fat fucking pig. It's like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Dude, they do those flashbacks where she's in a Fat suit? Oh, it's rotten. Mm. Oh, it's rotten.
2: I where all those fat suits went.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, that's a good
2: question. Well, I suppose, you know, you
0: could reuse a fat suit. Not the face so much.
2: Not the crotch. But you like, definitely want to
0: throw the crotch Here's out. the thing. is
1: like once you're fat suiting it up for so many years, what do you do with that fat
0: suit? Well, do you think... Oh, here's one. Maybe Monica's fat suit went to Martin
2: Short as Jiminy Glick. Oh, yeah, I think a couple of them did. <laughs> <laughs> he blew through fat suits. Yeah, that makes sense. That, that, that answers my question. Thank you. Uh,
0: is Jiminy Glick a thing that's funny that I just don't get? No. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, yeah. I don't know. the The listening audience will tell
0: you.
2: I don't think anybody knows it's it. <laughs> no, no, no idea.
0: Because I watched some of it, and I was like, well, this is stupid. And then he got a movie made, and I was like, well,
2: that's stupid. And a lot of celebrities were on there. And Wait. Martin Short is legitimately a really talented guy. Yeah. Right. I, I can never... The jury's still out on that one. Yeah, like, it took me a really long time to figure out
0: if uh, his character on Arrested Development was funny. I was like, D- do I like this? Oh, I loved it. it. Eventually, I came around to it. But, like, that's... I feel like with every Martin Short thing, I'm like, is this stupid? The jury's still out on Corn, though, because I mean, like, yeah, you think that it's a stupid band, but like, you listen to Freak on a Leash, though. Maybe we're all just freaks on leashes. That was their peak musicianship. I feel you work with Todd McFarlane enough, you're going to be a good musician. Oh,
1: that's- really? What they designed some action <laughs> for you? He
0: he, that he did, oh, he, my he drew an album for him, right? Oh, really? Follow oh, the Leader was his, his oh, art. Oh my God, no wonder. You're talking to the fattest man in America right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that album cover was breathless, but <laughs> so
0: are you. You know, it was a nice little detail I noticed, and it's kind of weird, and I don't know if you guys remember the shot, but um, there's a part where like it's Hugh Grant, It's maybe it's like the night before the finale or something like that, and he's like going through a script or something, and it's supposed to be like after hours, so he doesn't have like his hair done up, he doesn't have his Hugh Grant makeup on and he's just wearing like reading glasses. He kind of looks like Jared Fogel. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the ultimate right. Hugh Grant dethroning in this one scene. Or Rachel Maddow.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad look. No,
0: no, no. I got you.
1: I think it's going to work it for me.
0: It's happening.
1: So you know another thing, this movie. Did we talk about how uh, Willem Dafoe is is like basically the voice? Like he's oh he's, uh, right, that said, yeah. Dennis Quaid is wearing an earpiece oh, for like weeks on end as president, <laughs> and Willem Dafoe as Turd Blossom Cheney <laughs> is feeding him lines for everything, and that comes out of head once they stupidly decide to do it on a live television show and they get feedback in the earpiece like they didn't think that would have that would happen or be a possibility
0: but like of all the times you don't need him to have it is when he's on a dipshit game show like when he's talking to dignitaries or giving a speech sure you can sarah de bergerac the president of the united states that's fine but like This thing, he's just gotta be like, all right, you're a good singer. Oh, I like that one. That's cool. Hey, God bless America. And that's that's it. But like Willem Dafoe insists on keeping this thing in there, and it's like he's getting like the the gag is like multiple feedback. We've got a like Willem Dafoe's like, This piece of shit's broken. And then like Dennis Quaid says that on the air. Like a hop from hell. (laughs) (laughs) Get me Spider Man.
2: This is a part when you that first he first has that earpiece, and they set it up. He's like he's like, oh, these things are remarkable, good reception, and then he just puts it away. <laughs> like favorite, he totally winds up for like a three good things about the earpiece. <laughs>
0: he, that was it.
2: Well, like yeah, Willem Dafoe is like the
0: gatekeeper of that thing because it's like after a hard day of being the president, and he's like, "All right, Mister President, give me your earpiece," and he like takes it and puts it in a little like keepsake yeah. case. Yeah, Last like, case one, he yeah.
1: pulls it out of his ear, and he, the president's like a dog, like. <laughs> 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 he's like, well, do you you don't want to sleep in it all night now, do you, Ruffles? <laughs> Shakes Dennis Quaid's hair, his perfect hair that's been the same in every
0: film. You know what comes way too late in this movie? The end. <laughs> uh sexual intercourse between Hugh Grant and Mandy Moore. Yeah. That's something that like they're trying to set up. Cause again, it, it felt like out of left field. Well, they pull this thing where it's like you you have to feel for Dennis Quaid in being like sad president, and then you have to feel for Hugh Grant like sort of falling in love with Mandy Moore, but it's a weird thing where he's like, oh. I can treat you like garbage, and you respond positively to that, and she's like, and I hate your guts, and we're falling in love kind of a thing. You gotta have that at like minute twenty five yeah, and then then they start doing it, and then it happens. It's but, one time Chris Klein catches him, and Chris Klein at this point uh basically Omer uh removes the bomb because he's so moved by the power of America and he doesn't want to kill the president, also doesn't want to die. That's yeah. not really explained, and also he was like, never
2: too keen on dying. I and noticed. they don't explain
0: <laughs> the religious reason people do that. Really, like, do you know what I mean? They don't. They, oh, no. It's not there, so it's like, why would he even care to
2: do that? Yeah, because of do... America's decadence. Yeah, Shit, <laughs> they just
0: keep saying decadence. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah. Uh, so he leaves it in the garbage. Chris Klein is really upset because and... he he sees them uh, fucking. Yeah, through, through a keyhole, through
1: peep. A, through a, a keyhole. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what we're going with. A key, in, in an office or a studio, through a keyhole. With hole. a lead pipe. <laughs> yeah, look, what, is, there,
0: is there some like, long skeleton key that opens this door? Like, when was this door built? I haven't seen a keyhole in like 40 years. The,
1: this is the Crimson Peak
0: House. <laughs> <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's American Dreams. With a Z.
1: <laughs> oh God! It would be so much better.
0: So uh, Chris Klein puts the bomb on, and he goes out and confronts everybody. Yeah. Now and he's
1: kind of a Nicholas Brody.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is slightly like Homeland. Yeah, this is where they got it from. Well, because the the whole thing is he's also now going to play actor active... Israeli television. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> true. <laughs> he uh, no, he's like a part of the show. Like he's going to propose to her on yeah. the air. They've got like a whole thing. But yeah, he just like queers the deal because he comes out and like Seth Myers has to do the like he's missing his cue. What's this business? And then like he reveals himself to have the bomb.
2: Dennis dozen, Quaid. A
0: dozen people
2: run away. Yeah,
0: like the dozen extras that are in the studio audience flee. Dennis Quaid isn't removed from the, the thing with oh. the Secret Service, which drives me nuts.
2: They let him go the back.
0: Yeah, he wiggles away from the Secret Service scrum and like. Gives an impassioned speech to this guy? Nope. And this speech is just the dumbest thing
1: ever. It's like, you know, I've had hard days. I've had days where I didn't want to get out of bed. I've had days where Turd Blossom was telling me what to say.
0: Well, look at this idiot on TV bar. He's not even running away. Gonna run over into 60 Minutes. (laughs) One day that I get my TV to myself. He's on it. This is going to upset the whole DVR schedule, Bar. It's not programmed for this. It doesn't know about run-on live broadcast, Bar. Now the whole thing's messed up.
1: Bar, what's 48 hours start, Bar? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to offset it. It's all offset. Well, 47 hours. <laughs> Sunday night's important to me, Bar. Got to have my stories.
0: <laughs> Bar, what specific Palisades? What's that doing on here? <laughs>
2: Fine, just keep it.
0: (laughs) Not going to do it, bar. (laughs) Delete. Oh, yeah. And then, like, kind of the best part of this movie is, like, then, like, everybody flees. Hugh Grant is, like, filming it because that's, like, we're really saying something now. Like, like, he's got to keep filming this. He's
1: obsessed with the show, man. Now he's manning the camera.
0: Yeah. You know, because all the
1: crewmen ran
0: away. And, like, Chris Klein bumps into it with, like, the detonator and the two of them blow up. It doesn't even make any sense, like, uh, Hugh Grant wanting to film this at the end. Like, he's so disinterested in everything the entire movie. Yeah. Like, if he was a ratings-hungry, crazy maniac, that would make sense. But he's just sort of, like, this, like, oh, nihilistic whatever. And it's like, well, then he wouldn't care. He would just keep his own life going. You
2: make a good point. You have... A protagonist, yeah, <laughs> that wants absolutely nothing,
0: zero. He's nothing. like nothing. Like occasionally, he will say, "Oh, ratings," and I was like, "Okay." But he's got the ratings because it's like the highest rated show on television. He gets a fax at the beginning of the movie that <laughs> that tells him that
2: a real solid two thousand and six fax. I when I got this, it had the subtitles on, and just the first, I just glanced over and saw a fax machine bleeping, and just went, "Well, that's not a good sign." <laughs> the first second of the movie. Dude, like the first sound you
1: hear in the movie is a modem. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. And this is... It's 2006, but it feels like 1996.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it weird. It's disgusting. So he blows up and, and at b- the end... By the
1: way, all the local affiliates would have cut away by oh, now. No, Hours I mean, ago. What's the point yeah. of even doing this? They're not going to show... People, like, no, like like Eric, like Fox Atlanta is not going to be like, yeah, we'll show some guy explode.
0: Hold, hold on, hold on. I want to see where this goes. E- <laughs> Eric, th- this is Society Gone Mad. This is a capital S Marcia Gay Harden satire. Oh, so I forgot, can, I forgot we can really enjoy the fact oh. that, oh yeah, we wouldn't cut away because it's all about the almighty dollar. Oh, yeah.
1: oh, oh, oh <laughs> damn it. I see. I was in parodyville
0: still. Oh, that's a uh, bad I, place to be. Should have taken a left at Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris Klein also dies while singing like this American Dreams theme song. With, yeah. yeah, and the whole gag is like they like the thing cuts to snow, you yeah. know, like the snow screen, no signal, and then info. <laughs> no, oh no, no, no <laughs> oh that'd be great if this like the the evergreen emergency message was just the snow video. That'd be gr- <laughs> you. Yes, yes. When 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 the aliens come, snow gets pumped into every television, <laughs> and you know we're in dire shit. Dude, that, that might draw the aliens away. <laughs> it <laughs> it will in the third this. act.
1: <laughs> now, but if it was you know, if it went static like that, uh-huh. like it did, it didn't play the snow video, it'd be great if it like seized their ghosts, right? Because we <laughs> learned from poltergeists. Uh, okay. <laughs> that ghosts can get like eaten up by TV, or they travel through TV? Well, how does that work? It's a
0: little bit of both. That's that's what happens in White Noise, too. I think we <laughs> right, are right, all, right. all living in TV waves.
1: Previous episode, White Noise.
0: Um, But so, like, when the thing comes back up, it's like, call in now for your vote, and, like, all of America starts voting. Like, that's the joke. And it's this like- is... A I hate bit this, of I hate this part.
1: fucking bullshit, man. There's two contestants left. Yep. There's only two options. Yeah, you can't vote they for vote Chris for the, Klein.
0: Chris Klein, who went splatter. He wins somehow. That's the gag at the end of the movie. You find out he won, but like, yeah, the the functionality would have been press one for Mandy Moore, press two for Omer. They're not like taking your voice and saying, "Oh, you're saying Chris Klein." Uh, not also, not a lot, lot of, th- of write-in ballots. <laughs> <Yeah,
1: remember>.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: And then Mandy Moore becomes the new host of the next season? Yeah,
0: we cut to, it's a six months later situation, and now the movie's got a narrator for some reason, and it's Mandy Moore. And she tells you everything that happened. Burl Ives. <laughs> yeah. Well, I became the host of the new American Dreams with a Z. Well, Chris, I wish. <laughs> Chris Klein turned out to be the de facto winner. And uh, Hugh Grant, well, he was blown to smithereens. Well, you know, it's all a little bit of silver and gold, isn't it? <laughs> Not isn't a lot it?
2: happens out here in L.A. town. <laughs> <laughs> folks know, are simple, folks. Dude,
0: that would be great if it was Sam Elliott and Tumble and Tumbleweed started playing. <laughs> <laughs> it would be awesome. How about a Sioux City sarsaparilla? <laughs> <laughs> and Omer's like, he. it's like, well, and Omer went on a tour uh, doing all sorts of Broadway reviews. Oh, and he wasn't murdered by his terrorist shell after the fact. Oh, and by the way, Guantanamo Bay is a pretty funny place, everybody. Because we cut to the three terrorist gentlemen uh, get arrested at the end. It's like, get them out of here. And they're just in like kind of fun orange jumpsuits, like watching TV. I'm like, no, they're fucking head's in a fucking bag. And somebody's working them over. You know
1: what's happening to them, man? Is they're stuck in a cage with headphones on. And all they can hear for like four days straight is...
0: Boom da 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 boom bad. <laughs> right? Yeah, how is there no evidence that corn was used at Guantanamo? There, that's
2: it seems like a go-to album to license. I can't for the life of me remember but there is evidence of the they do have the list of the pop music that they did torture them with. Yeah, corn's pretty great. Corn's
0: not on it corn's
2: though. Drowning well, pool. That's why like we the didn't get what we wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not using the right song. That would break anybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bar, I was telling him, I was trying to tell W, you got to use Freak on a Leash Bar. Get him singing like Jay Bird's
1: Bar. Would have got Osama Bin Laden, Bar, if you just followed the leader. <laughs>
0: <laughs> use some of Godsmack's later stuff. Oh, you'll get anything you want. Which reminds me, Bar, I got tickets to go see Aaron Lewis in concert. Stain's Aaron Lewis, Bar. Big fan of his solo work. I think I'd rather listen to corn than Aaron Lewis's stained <laughs> whatever, crying about I don't even know what. I got a bad tattoo today. That's an Aaron Lewis song, probably right? Sure.
2: <laughs> is he the one that
0: covered a uh, bridge over bridge on,
2: uh, over troubled troubled water? water? That one that everybody was freaking out about? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's really awful. I
0: feel like that goes without saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of just the end of the movie. And it's like, oh, wow, the world keeps spinning, I guess. <laughs> what do they say ends up with Dennis Quaid? I mean, he just gets to be, like, a good president. Yeah, like, it's just like and George... He was the best president
1: ever because he learned to <laughs> speak his mind. <laughs> <laughs> it all came back to him when he told that boy that blew himself up to stand up for
0: himself.
2: And then he didn't. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, he hires his wife. Uh, Marsha Gay Harden gets Willem Dafoe's job. Oh,
0: right. And it's like they're sitting in bed, and he's like, I'll read the paper, and you do the debriefs, and then we'll swap it. Because we're a team now. George, George and Laura working together. They then, became a power couple. <laughs> but every time Marsha Gay Harden went in the bathroom, Willem Dafoe is in the mirror saying, Avenge me!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then one night... Jolly old Saint Nick parked on the White House roof and died. And now the president had to become Santa Claus.
0: <laughs> that would actually be an amazing. Like, if I was Willem Dafoe and he seems like a fun dude. Like I would have a guest room that uh, uh, I would have the Green Goblin outfit, the the actual (laughs) Green Goblin outfit, all like ready to go with a a sled and some pumpkin bombs. And you tell someone that's where the bathroom is, and they like open it by accident. (laughs) Oh my
2: god! The door immediately locks. He has to run around (laughs) to the two-way
0: mirror. (laughs) Okay, I mean he's 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 got to have a little bit of sense of humor about himself. Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah. Um. Would anybody recommend this no. movie? No. No. But it's such a smart satire. I yeah, there's nothing fun about this movie. I just It's it's also it shows the nadir of American culture with this 2006 maybe. Yep. These we've talked about it on the show yep. before, man. The years 1999 to 2009, it's a it's an awkward time for pop culture in this country. Mm-hmm. It's the worst time imaginable. <laughs>
1: That's the worst timeline. And I wouldn't recommend this, this because this is barely a movie. Yeah. yeah, it's really just barely a movie. So no.
2: <laughs> Bro, lives, what do you have to say? Yeah, no, I don't. There's nothing there, man. <laughs> it reminds me of 2006, which is <laughs> yeah. Don't remind me of 2006. <laughs> uh,
0: I wouldn't recommend this either. I saw this in the theaters. Uh, I wanted to. My wife was quick to remind me that. Uh, she wanted to go see the new Nicole Holof Center movie at the time. And she's a great director. And uh, I was like, no, there's this new mo- movie out. And I think it's really saying something. And then we saw this in the theater.
2: Oh, you. Oh, did you, you use the Wag the Dog? Like, leverage Wag the Dog? In the <laughs> I, thought it,
0: I thought it was a, a Wag the Dog, Primary Colors... Nope, kind of nope, situation. Nope. It
2: thinks it is. It
0: thinks it is. It also thinks it's like network and Doctor Strangelove. Like it thinks it's all of these things. Mm. It's really just a pile of wet farts in in reality. Also, I spent the last three weeks like with this movie on the docket, thinking we were going to watch America's Sweethearts. I totally had these movies mixed You're up You're the one that weeks. put this on the docket. I know, <laughs> yes. and I was thinking about America's Sweethearts the whole time. See, there you go. There, there you go, America. It was all... <laughs> this, this is a, a, sort of a mistake, almost. <laughs> 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 That's American Dreams from 2006, directed by Paul Weitz. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out WHMPodcast.com or SideshowNetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at WHMPodcast.com. And right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Uh, so next week on the program, we're visiting Sequel Town with the Clan MacLeod. Yes, the much promised Highlander 2.
1: Colon the, the Quickening? The new bash. <laughs> Is this The Quickening? Yes. Yeah, okay.
0: Bar, he, he left the Highlander 2 in the Highlander 1 box, and I watched the whole darn
2: movie. <laughs> I already seen that one, Barr. <laughs>
0: So until next week, where we celebrate the quickening, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Eric Sisco.
2: Just in case.
0: Take it easy.